I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. All right. I guess we'll get started then. Yep. Hey, Ben. How are you feeling about things? Hey, Noah. How you doing? I'm good. Was that weird? How are you feeling about <laughs> don't you say life? That? Like, don't you say that as an answer? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Don't you say that? Like, as an, was that a valid answer to to how you're feeling? I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe you can go more into that. That's okay if it wasn't a valid answer. You can now validly answer. <laughs> No, I'm like, I'm feeling good, just uh, just back from work, a little bit in a hurry today, but here we are. By the way, um, that's like typical American thing, right? You guys always, you guys like, <laughs> you always like, when you start a conversation, you're always like, how you doing? But you like, you're not really expecting an answer, I guess. <laughs> so that's very weird for a German guy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's probably true. So that's, a, that's, well, what do you guys do? I don't know. We're just like, we're like hi <laughs> like just like that that's that's it <laughs> yeah i think that <clears throat> i think that is kind of the thing in the u.s it's like how's it going good are you doing good and then it's like that's it like there's not really any deep talk there it's very yeah, surfacy or it's even both both of you guys would go like hey how are you doing like hey how are you doing as as an answer to that question like not even <laughs> acknowledging oh yeah no that <laughs> definitely happens a lot <laughs> that is super weird for a german person <laughs> yeah well we can we can actually talk about it then um <laughs> yeah so how are you you're feeling pretty good about stuff feeling rushed um yeah but that's just today i guess like in general i'm in a good position i think i did put out like coming coming to what i did this week a little bit maybe <laughs> um to put out the the microsite for playgroup where i go like explain what it's about and uh-huh. i got some feedback got some feedback on the copy there which was not very good <laughs> um so I basically that was the, the feedback that you were getting that it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, basically, and I'm 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 kind of glad that I did get that feedback, um, because it gave me the opportunity to think about the copy a little bit more. Like when I first put it up, it, it was like very very broad, trying to explain uh, what I'm trying to build and not even mentioning in in much detail how it's different from Slack. And so what what I like I posted that to some Slack groups and people were like. Hmm. So you probably like how is that even different from Slack? Like it's the elephant in the room, and you should probably just address it. Like I don't even get um, like like people didn't get the difference, I guess, or why they would like want to complement Slack with something like Playgroup. So that was pretty valuable feedback, I think, because it just shows that I probably didn't explain the idea very well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think that is pretty good feedback. Like that is kind of the elephant everyone's going to be thinking that when they see yeah. that like, oh, isn't this like Slack? Like I use Slack. Like <laughs> and then they're just going to kind of push it away. Yeah. And so if if you can address that, I think it is interesting. like I've been reading some more I don't know if this was on Twitter or whatever, but basically the idea of you really want to have a specific landing page targeting the user's 
<clears throat> actually maybe it was marketing examples he has some really good stuff on this mm-hmm. yeah i think it was basically that you want to target very specifically who your customer is and and the person that you're solving problems for because then when they see it they're like oh you're thinking exactly of me i have yeah. the exact problem and like i need this thing where when it's a catch-all like very general it's like well then it's good for nobody <laughs> yeah that's and that's basically my feedback or my my, my takeaway because i was like what I did was basically just try explaining what it do- what it is and what it does. But what I want to do or what where I want to get like when I release the the real page is basically just talk about the pain points and the problems it solves. Like so, people can basically like see that I'm addressing or thinking about the same things that they like they want to improve in their in their workflow. I think that's what that that would be a good position to get to. So yeah. I'm yeah. A little bit bummed about the feedback, but at the same time, <laughs> it's probably pretty good to get there. Yeah, I think that's like such a hard part of the phase that we're in, like in the very beginning, like trying to get feedback about a solution that we're trying to to make for a problem. But at the same time, we don't necessarily know the problem very specifically. Like it's like that's kind of like the goal right to like know how to solve the problem and what that problem is but it's like when you don't know that stuff yet how do you market that to people and get people trying it and understanding what you're trying to do and all that Uh, for me it was very hard especially because i couldn't like i didn't show anything on the site i mean i put a put a screenshot there but you can barely see anything so that doesn't explain anything like how do how do channels work what's a threat um so yeah i think very valid feedback and also showed me that I have to think about the positioning and I probably want to be like very upfront about the differences to Slack and like real-time communication. Yeah. Is it, so yeah, how far are you along with the product? I think you were saying that you're, you're almost there with it last time we talked. Yeah. So I just checked, um, I did like 67 commits in the past week. Um, and the last part I committed was basically, um, private channels so that you could, uh, add and remove people to channels as an admin. And apart from that, there is basically really just test things, um, and then just integrate some kind of billing. And that's about it. Then I just need like, that's, that's the product then. Um, I'm not super sure if I want to go and build a very elaborate, um, helping like documentation i think that yeah like you could benefit from that and like get a lot of questions out of your way (laughs) by having that um Mm -hmm. and there needs to be some kind of like onboarding where you get at least like this like a lot of things like uh, a lot of (laughs) sorry Um, a lot of of products i see these days are using like intercom um for their onboarding i don't know if you know that they have this onboarding tour experience thing that basically guides you through yeah, the main features. Yeah, like that's a new thing, right? Yeah. I don't think I want to pay anything that. for it, but I like the idea of it, like highlighting certain sections and like like on the left, let's take Slack, for example, on the left, you could show like, hey, that's a workspace, that's what it's for. Then there's channels, that's what they do. Here's how you create them. And then just basically guide people through that. So they like they mm-hmm. have to go through that for the first time or maybe they can skip it. Um, but that will probably eliminate a lot of the questions that you have as a first user. And I, I think I should probably spend some time building that, um, and then just get the, get the landing page out, I guess. 
So yeah, it's still some work, but <laughs> getting there. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm almost wondering if some of those features are a little bit too far ahead. <laughs> like, I don't know. It seems like, especially like even with the landing page, like it'd be helpful just to have some people start using the product, trying it out. And maybe from that, you'll have a clear idea from the feedback or even just like you using it. Like I was just wondering, like, like if we just start using it, like maybe we'll both kind of find, oh, this is definitely the value of this tool or this is kind of the problem this, that, that this solves differently than Slack, mm-hmm. that it could help you to like basically make that clearer. Um, and then, you know, just having maybe some other friends or people that could actually use it, like, I think that could maybe help you know, yeah, just like what the problem is that you're solving better and like where it's, yeah, basically just have more idea of like the next steps. That's a Cause some idea. ways like, in some ways the onboarding and some of that, like, it's kind of like it's kind of like a nice to have i feel like like you have to have people that want it before you have the onboarding problem and in a lot of ways there's some of that that you can do yourself like you can force it to where hey if you want to use this you have to get on a 10 minute demo call with me where i walk you through the onboarding (laughs) instead of building that um so i think there's some like things that you can kind of like uh I'm trying to think what the right word for that. Almost like hack together a little bit. Like you can make a, a working solution without uh, doing the actual work. Because I don't know, maybe you'll want to change some things after that period of getting feedback that, yeah, maybe you won't even want to do it the same way anyways or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea a lot actually. And I think also that when I like, if I do that the way, if I do it that way, I could actually benefit from the first feedback when building the landing page and what like what the copy should state because that's like a I could get things like testimonials if people really like it. I see a lot of benefits from doing it that way. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I mean, it sounds like you're getting closer though to that point. So yeah. that's good. <laughs> so you're feeling good about that. Yeah. Definitely. Because as you know, I didn't want to spend too much time on it this time, like get it in front of people again as soon as possible. And yeah, that like that should come next. (laughs) So anyway, what's going on in your world? (laughs) Nice. Yes, I mean, I've been doing a little bit more thinking about my next steps. I'm kind of in the thinking phase right now just because I am kind of busy with other things in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, I've been taking steps towards um, my strategy with how I'm going to do the mom test. So I've started to make a list of potential customers of people that I can talk to um, and like reach out to and maybe start doing some customer interviews. Um, and kind of my target group for that for those customers are basically small businesses i'm thinking they like maybe have a couple employees just to kind of show like the size that they are like i think that like basically small businesses that you know are kind of like you know they're profitable like that's kind of the niche i think that i'm looking 
towards just because I think it probably you can make money from that <laughs> group instead of like hobbyists or people just starting out. Um, I don't think they're going to be those kind of people aren't going to be as interested in something yeah. like this problem that I'm looking at. Yeah, true. And then I am looking and then basically I build out kind of an outline of the mom test questions that I'm thinking I want to ask and kind of I have like a draft right now like I think I want to go back through and make sure I I'm these are good questions and I ask them in the right order mm-hmm. so that they aren't biasing and like just and I'm, I'm sure I'll have to kind of test it out too um, <laughs> but basically you know in the mom test he kind of talks about have with each interview have like three main goals of things that you want to learn from the interview. So I I made those three goals. And so my three are, do companies know who their target customers are? So figuring out if companies know who Mm. their target customer are, and is that something they think about? Is that something they care about? Yeah. Um, so that's like kind of a problem that I want to kind of learn more about. Like, does this matter to companies? Do they care about it? Is it something they want help with? Yeah. And then the second goal is, does feedback help companies make their decisions? Um, since I am looking at like helping companies with feedback in some way, that kind of problem, mm-hmm. basically at like trying to figure out, do people actually care about this? Is it something that they just kind of do on their own, just talking in person to customers? Or do they actually need some kind of solution because they get so much feedback? Yeah, so like... Which that... Um, yeah, go ahead. Do you, like, do you know that all of the people you want to talk to, like, I like very naive approach, but do you know that they're actually looking for feedback actively already? Um, I guess I don't completely know, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, my guess is if it's like a little bit more established, small business, um, like I think they, I would hope that they care about <laughs> feedback and 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 do stuff based on that you know build new features based on that and mm-hmm. things like that um so yeah that's what i'm hoping and like yeah i think but that's where it's again it's like this whole process of like talking to customers finding customers to talk to talking to them <clears throat> i'll learn do people care about this as well as is this even the right customer to be talking to mm-hmm. um and so maybe some of the customers I have on my list are just like, nope, they don't care, and <laughs> I shouldn't really worry about them. <laughs> so um, another question that popped to my mind right in the beginning, like how big is your list? Like how many people do you have on there actually? Or how many companies? So I just have like three right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a start. <laughs> so I, yeah, yeah, I have to work on it a little bit more. Um, and I and I want to find companies that are here in Seattle because I think uh, if I can do them in person, yeah, I so would you can like to. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, and quite frankly, I I've just moved here, so I don't really know many of the businesses <laughs> here. Um, and so one of the things that's kind of on my list is to go to kind of like a, a entrepreneur kind of meetup, kind of. And I, I've been, I found some of those, so I, I have some I can go to. Um, I just got to find the time to go to one. Like there, there's something like an event kind of happening like every week. So I just got to carve out some time to go to some of those and hopefully meet some people. And, and maybe I'll even kind of start 
trying out some of these bomb test questions there and basically just trying to figure out is this person possible possibly someone that I could you know actually interview more and and be a, a customer that I could learn from yeah or something like this that's a pretty cool idea so yeah that's kind of I guess one of my next steps too um so yeah and then the last goal is do companies struggle to organize their feedback? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's like, is that a problem? Kind of diving into that problem specifically as well. Is that something that people need help with? And so then I have right now like 15 questions or so that are kind of based around those three goals. Um, trying to, you know, you know, dive into those a little deeper. And so yeah, that's what I have right now. And yeah, that's what I kind of worked on this week, building that outline. That sounds pretty solid. Are there like, do you have any questions specifically that you want to like, do you, do you want to share any of those? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like you don't see. have to. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wonder if sometime maybe in an episode we can actually go through like every single one or maybe like i would actually ask you oh yeah i see <laughs> i think that could be fun so maybe we can do that in an episode but i think before that i'll i want to go through them again and just make sure i have them correct and and uh yeah, yeah. Could, i probably need to go because it's kind of a draft right now it could also be fun like if you have some like if you did them with somebody already and you have some feedback on that and like how people like how people reacted to them that could also be very interesting to see i think yeah definitely and i'll, I'll have to take some notes for sure oh yeah and so then we can kind of go through that so yeah we'll see hopefully um and the next i don't know i i need <laughs> it would be nice if in like the next week or so i could talk to somebody um i guess i just need to start reaching out um yeah that would so be yeah. sweet What's that? That would be sweet, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm kind of in the spot where it's like, do I want to go all in yet? I've been kind of like <laughs> hesitating a little bit. Like, do I want to start this process? Because I feel like for me, once once I'm like started and like I'm going all in, then it's like, okay, now like all my free time, everything I'm doing, basically I have to go go out and get this get this done so so dear <laughs> listeners, on the business dear listeners if you hear that just do me a favor and just tweet yes at noah w Bragg <laughs> <laughs> and help me convince him to just make the start <laughs> yeah i think you should just like, well it's kind of like i feel like I can, okay i think this is a problem with myself um <laughs> basically I'm a, I really like to focus on one thing at a time mm -hmm. and I know myself and I kind of almost in a way and maybe a bad way like get addicted to it in some ways mm. where it's like once I start on a business it's like that's all I think about that's all I do it's like mm. I'm all in so it's all consuming and it's, even even if yeah, you shouldn't it, be thinking about it <laughs> yeah and it's yeah and it's it's kind of a problem in some ways because you know I have a family I have a kid I have a wife I have another job And it's like, those things are important too. And I want to, mm -hmm. you know, make sure I do a good job there. And so like right now, because I haven't been like, okay, I'm starting, like go all in. It's like, I can, I can do a good job at all the other things I want to do where I'm afraid that once I get started, it's like, 
then it's going to take over <laughs> and yeah, I, I see what you the mean. other things will kind of and basically that's i'm that's why i'm kind of just enjoying <laughs> i was kind of just you know enjoying this time right now waiting a little bit because i in some ways i kind of just got out of that like with coffee pass like you know coffee pass was a year and a half of just like you know 120 percent like working a ton yeah <laughs> and uh yeah so in some ways it's kind of been nice to just kind of let off the gas a little bit and that's another thing i've been thinking about um is just kind of like because of how i work like that i think in some ways like i can get tired out after a while pretty quickly and i think especially with like this next phase this next business like i think it's going to be more so like a marathon like i think we talked about yeah. it a little bit before and so it's like i want to figure out how to do it in that way where it's like i can maintain this for a long time yeah for sure. um because it's 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 yeah it's really not a sprint and that's the problem is that I like to do things kind of like as a sprint where I like to just, yeah, all consuming, like I'm trying to figure this thing out, pushing forward. And so I, it's almost like I need to train myself to slow down a little bit once I get into it. Yeah, it sounds um, like that. But could you, like, yeah. could you imagine yourself like just dipping in your toe, basically? Like just <laughs> <laughs> like take your mom test questions and just, just like as a goal for like the rest of the year maybe even just uh, just go to companies and ask them questions and then just take it slow basically you know because you don't you don't know what they're going to answer anyway right so they they, they right. might actually see that they what you're trying to validate isn't going the way you want to so yeah and you, yeah, you yeah. like you, you won't know if you if you don't try right so just like I said, just, definitely yeah just try dipping in your toe and if it doesn't work that's that's all right but you like you you're on the way there and you don't like you don't have to go right. all in yet right so just take it a little slow, right maybe. yeah and that's why i in some ways i've been dipping my toe a little bit around the edges of like uh, like I, I wrote a blog post this week i didn't publish it or anything but like doing things like that like things mm -hmm. around like starting to build audience, starting to like talk in some of the conversations around this problem um, and just like doing some research around it, competitors, stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I'm like dipping my toe in that way, but I haven't dipped my toe in the way of like, okay, I'm starting to like build on this or, <laughs> you know, something like that. Um, but I think I should be, yeah, I should be about ready. I think my... And I think maybe one of the things that can help me with the kind of marathon-like idea is trying to basically almost build it into my schedule where I have like, maybe it's like an hour right when I get up every morning before mm -hmm. I go to work Yeah, that's a good to idea. like work on the idea um, and like push things forward. And, and so just kind of start in a small way, like five hours uh, maybe maybe a couple hours in the weekend, so maybe like five eight hours a week of like, yeah, trying to start build this thing out. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking of, and I think I'm, yeah, I'm I'm close to being ready for that. I think that sounds exciting, and basically it's also kind of like the way that I do it, right? Like have my Friday and do the work on that day. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Let's see, another thing I've been thinking about a little bit is just like this idea that the grass is always greener. <clears throat> like, and I was thinking about this a little bit with what, uh, when we were talking to Ben Orenstein mm-hmm. on the, the show, um, he kind of talked about, he kind of struggled, not struggles, but like this is, yeah, it's something that he uh, deals with is like just always seeing like the new shiny thing and wanting <laughs> to jump on that and do that because it's like fun and stuff. Um, I think the problem I kind of have with that is I, well, so I do the same thing. Like I, I see the grass always being greener and that I think the, the issue with that is you you can maybe not enjoy the time right now as Mm. much like you, it can force, it can make you not to be content with what you're doing right now. Mm, Yeah. And so like, I've been just kind of thinking about like, okay, if I start my own business and if I, if I, you know, I'm self-employed in the future doing this own thing, like, will that actually be better than what I'm doing right now? Like working at Vizio and like, you know, working for someone else, like just kind of thinking through that. Um, because in the past, like I've always been like, okay, just the next new thing, like I'm going to just go do that. And then it makes me not enjoy like my current job or something like that as much. Hmm. And so, I, yeah, I've been thinking through that a little bit. Do you have any thoughts about that? Like, if you have you felt that, seen that in your own life before? I think actually not so much. Um, like, I'm always trying to, like, I, I get the idea behind the grass is always greener and you're always trying to, like, chase something. But for me, it's always like I'm trying to build my life right now the way that I that I can basically also enjoy right now. Like if I was very miserable right now, I wouldn't enjoy right now and just chase something in the future or see like where I want to be. And that's like the, the I don't know, the goal, goal thing I want to reach. But I'm miserable on the way, then I'm probably going the wrong way. Like that's, I don't know. That's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think like. That's a good way to I, think about I, it. Yeah. I really enjoy building the products. Like I enjoyed narrower. I enjoyed building playgroup. I enjoy writing the copy. I enjoy getting feedback. Your copy is crap. Um, and iterating on that. <laughs> like I actually, like it's fun. Like I really like doing that. And I well, think how does that affect your day job? Cause yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, building stuff is very fun and like, you know, starting to pursue that the, the, the good, entrepreneur the journey is, is definitely my, fun yeah i mean the good thing is my day job isn't that different from building products i'm just building them for somebody else right <laughs> um so, so i i will be very excited on thursday afternoon because i can build my own stuff on fridays um but i still like to go to work it's not like i'm very miserable there i i would probably enjoy having more time to spend on my own stuff um Mm -hmm. but like that's the goal that i'm trying to reach but i'm not miserable not having not having reached that yet so i i do enjoy working in my day job and yeah i just think yeah i don't know like as i said like if you're like if you're not enjoying the way it might be the wrong one but um yeah at the same time i also think sometimes like you have to go through some stuff you don't want to do and like endure some things on the way um to, to get mm-hmm. somewhere like it's not always so fun yeah right. I know, like i'm trying to build some fun into my life all the time so that i don't like always look at the other side of the fence or whatever <laughs> that's not, yeah yeah that's germans that's trying good. to talk english there <laughs> <laughs> um so are, do you only have to do like 32 hours a week for your day job then sorry 
Are you only having to work like 32 hours a week for your day job? Yeah, I'm working 32 right now. I would like in an ideal world, I would probably just spend all my week on my on my own stuff. But I'm like, yeah, I can probably cut down. Um, like, let's say my, my side projects would get me some money. I could probably even cut down to, um, I don't know, 24 hours a week or something like that. So that's I'm very flexible with the work there, I guess. That's pretty that's pretty cool. So like your employer would yeah. like let you just be part time or something. Yeah, right. It's a little bit of golden handcuffs there, but they know that they like <laughs> you know, I have this situation where they don't wanna or can let me go because I'm like very valuable to the company. So they like they would love mm-hmm. to have me there, but they would probably and that's probably the reason why they would also like let me cut down even more. Yeah, I think I think that's probably like the best like bootstrapper yeah. <laughs> situation that you could be in because you could literally like like you're doing now you only do 32 hours a week as things start to progress on your own business and you know you need to put more time into it you know yeah. you have customer support you know things like that you can just go back to your employer and be like hey can I work a little less now and then you know six months later happens again hey can I work a little less now <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I probably have to Until- take a pay-, pay cut there but that's okay I guess. yeah i mean as long as that you know you're making enough still from that to just be able to live yeah true and and you would want to do it slowly i think but like just to be in that situation i think that would that would be really good yeah that's a super nice business yeah i'm hoping that i could eventually do something like that like i think yeah in the tech world like if once you've been for a company at least a year like i think and and they like you obviously (laughs) i think they're gonna be willing to work with you because like around here yeah i mean especially in the companies around here people the i think the average amount of time that people stay at a tech company is like 18 months oh yeah so it's like it's not a lot so it's like if you stay there a year and then you just tell mike hey can you let me not work as much because i'm working on his own thing like they're probably going to work with you just to keep you around you know yeah that's good i like that actually for me actually because i'm working in an agency and agency they have like this huge fluctuation actually i think we're kind of like an exception to that because most of the people who work there have been working there for four years or more yeah. yeah i think two of them hmm. are actually like at in year 10 <laughs> and wow, we're just 12 that's, people that's so crazy. Yeah, that's, that's a lot that's crazy so i saw this is just kind of another thing i thought about this week i saw a tweet um oh yeah i think it was rob walling was talking with the one of the founders mm-hmm. of user lists and the founder of user list i forget her name maybe it's jane it might be jane yeah, it's she Jane said Portman, I think. That she learned Yeah, yeah, yep. She learned that building like for a SaaS company, building a audience isn't that helpful. Or like it's basically not worth the time. And so it was kind of the other <laughs> kind of the other idea the other opinion from what we just talked to Ben Orenstein about. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, Because basically she's saying they had like kind of a a big email list from some of the previous things that she had done and stuff like that. And hardly any of them converted over. (laughs) And Rob Walling was like, oh, yeah, on when I did drip out of all the different segments of customers that I had on my email list, the ones that, you know, had just been following me 
they converted like the worst mm-hmm. because they really were only there to kind of learn from yeah from them and like that's why they're part of you know they're in the audience is to learn um so i thought that was a really interesting perspective because you know it's kind of opposite of what we've been talking about and yep. hearing in other circles yeah that's true and I, I like I get the point because like if if you especially if you saw it firsthand like you have you had a following and they just didn't convert. Um, yeah, <laughs> I I get it. Like, hmm. yeah. So in some ways, it's making me wonder. Like, go back back a little bit on because <laughs> I've been trying. Like, that's been one of my strategies. Like, okay, spend time on like blog posts and other things um, to try to like build that up. But it's like is it really worth it? Like maybe it shouldn't be as big of a time, uh, like one of the goals that I should have right now. Um, it definitely seems like it's an asset for sure for some of these bootstrappers, but at the same time, I feel almost like they didn't, it wasn't like their main focus. It's almost just like it organically happened to them that they build Mm, a falling as they shared some stuff on online but it's like most of them are kind of a lot farther in their career as well like you know they're 30s late 30s so it's like mm-hmm. they've had time to create these followings yeah so. what, like what i thought was interesting about that i i saw that tweet as well and i what what it triggered in me was thinking about like do i reach the people or are, are in my audience are there the people that I will actually be selling to? Like, are there the decision makers who are basically <laughs> putting in the credit card <laughs> details um, when yeah. it comes to buying? Like, I think Tuple is actually like the product from Ben Ornstein is actually a good example for that because they are like, are they selling bottom up? Like, do they reach developers and then every developer will go to their superior and tell them, hey, there's this this tool that I want to try or that I did try mm-hmm. um, and convince them, basically convince them for you to like, do your job in, um, in acquiring customers, so to say. Um, or like, like that's like, I think that's a following that you can build because getting getting other developers to follow me, I think that's like, that's something I can do, but have like have their superiors, have some people in management um, follow me. I don't think like I don't think I could build that audience to be honest because I wouldn't like I wouldn't want to and I probably <laughs> yeah. couldn't c- couldn't produce the content that they are interested in. And so I think maybe that's like that there might be some disconnect when building an audience that that you're eventually not really selling to or that won't be able to be the buyers. I don't know. Like that's what what I that's what came to mind for me when when I read about that um having an audience yeah. but they didn't really convert like hmm probably not the right audience i guess yeah that's probably true yeah that is well like for you though like if you started writing content or like basically building audience around the problem of what you're trying to solve with playground playgroup Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) sorry then i mean you would hope that that would start to get some of those those people that are your target audience. Um, I mean, once you have a specific problem, a specific you know tool that you're building, then I think definitely audience building like kind of makes sense, or hopefully it should, because mm-hmm. you're you're kind of selling to those people. So yeah. So yeah, I'm actually, it's like I should probably also figure out like, am I trying to convince like the people working on remote teams to try the tool and then like go bottom up and try, like try to sell that to their superiors 
like over them or should I like try to focus on the people who are managing teams um, because that would probably mean that I have to like I don't know that's probably a different strategy and different way of communicating and I actually yeah. I have to I have to admit I feel more more comfortable like just talking to the people working in those teams <laughs> that's like that's yeah. my people <laughs> I don't know that's more what I what I know how to talk to I guess yeah and I think that could work too it's just like you have to get enough value for them to be able to show their boss yeah, right. or whatever be able to show the manager yeah right all right well should we wrap it up we kind of went through a lot of different things on our minds with what we're doing so that, uh, that was good yeah and we should put everything we mentioned in the show notes yep we will do that and uh yeah well yeah let's wrap it up we'll see you guys in another episode um but for now talk to you later talk to you later <laughs>